you're watching Channel 12 yesterday morning, an upfront program talking about prisons, specifically interview with Alloway's Village President Jim Rafter, who joins us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Good morning, President. Good morning, Steve. How are you today? I'm good. So I'm not going to paraphrase what you said because I want you to say it, but the discussion has to do with the Green Bay Correctional Institution. I believe it's on, is it Webster? Is that the street that it's on? Yes, in Riverside. Yep. Yes. So in your mind, given the the conversation about prisons in general in the state of Wisconsin, what is your recommendation for what, what should happen at that site? My recommendation is to follow the recommendations of multiple studies, and that's to close GBCI. So it's a 125-year-old facility. Uh, we've had three studies done over the years: one in 2009, one in 2020, and a state audit. All of which say the facility needs to be closed. During the interview, you had a couple of main points. One was safety. One was the overcrowding, lack of staff was another issue. And the other one that I, I want to get to in a little bit is the, the economic development impact, which should be significant given its location. But let's start with what the, the situation is on the ground at the site right now. There, there are certainly issues with overcrowding, lack of staff. I think they have like 50% of the staff they should have. Uh, it's, I think they're at a 41% shortage. First of all, how does that happen? Uh, people don't want to work there. It's it's true that across corrections across the country, they're having challenges staffing, but especially at maximum security prisons like Green Bay Correctional Institution, right now they're experienced. They have 95 openings, and back in August they had 93. So we have more or fewer people working there today than we did once they increase the salary of the guard significantly. I mean, it's a big ask, but if we found the people, if they maybe raised compensation, if they made the safety improvements, maybe that's cameras, maybe that's something else, do you see a scenario where the, the prison could remain there, or is it, is it, is it too far gone, given the age, to, to save? Based on the reports by the independent contractors, it's too far gone. 76% of that facility either needs complete replacement or significant repairs. Uh, it needs hundreds of millions of dollars just to get up to code. And even if you were able to do that, from what I'm told and from what I've researched, the design of that prison simply doesn't allow for the Department of Corrections to effectively do its job. So it should be closed. Village President Jim Rafter joining us from Alloway. So I guess the obvious question that we should probably ask next is, if we close it, where do those prisoners go? That's a great question. And I've told people that's above my pay grade. But what I've heard, uh, obviously, there has to be somewhere for them to go. And there are some in the administration today who say they want to lower the prison population across the state to be able to allow them to move prisoners around to different facilities and thereby hopefully uh, rendering GBCI closable. From what I've been told, you have to have a special facility for maximum security prisoners. You have to be able to uh, get them safely from point A to point B. The design of the prison simply doesn't support today's design standards in prisons. So. They either have to go to an existing facility or other people 
want to build a new modern facility, a replacement facility that would actually make it safe for people to work there, safe for people to be incarcerated there, and it gives the DOC the ability to do its job effectively. Would you support the building of a new prison on a site in Alloway? We don't have any room for one. But I I will tell you that um, Brown County, the Board of Supervisors in Brown County have said they wanted in Brown County. Kiwani County wanted to have it in Kiwani County when we were talking or when they were talking about building a new one. So I don't think there's a shortage of places at all uh, that would want a new prison. In the uh, piece on Channel 12 on up front yesterday, you talked about safety, especially in the adjacent area. Now, this is located right on I-43, or 172, rather. Um, is right. is yeah. that a is that a something that you think about every day, how serious that threat is to neighbors, even to someone who gets out of that prison potentially and has access to the freeway system? Up until recently, I didn't have concern, but I've been talking to recently retired guards. I've been talking to those who have spent time in there as inmates. And from what I'm hearing, that place is a powder keg waiting to blow. And I don't mean to sensationalize it, Hmm. but they've been on lockdown since June. And all they're doing, the folks who are in there, they sit there and they stew and they think about what can we do. And the, the problems they're having today inside the prison are just mounting and mounting and mounting. Back in 2021, we had 40-some inmate on inmate or inmate on staff assaults. And in 2022, I think we had 48. This year, we are on track to eclipse the sum of 21 and 22 combined. Mm. And they've been on lockdown since June. So tensions are mounting. Uh, the sec- Secretary Carr from the DOC said that they've gone to modified movement because of lack of staffing and activity within uh, within the, the prisoners. Which, so, which probably could further heighten the tensions inside that facility. Absolutely. And if something blows up in there, and if uh, something that no one wants to see happen happens there, and the technology, I'm told, that secures the perimeter of that place works 20 or does not work 20 to 30 percent of the time it worries me it worries me that whatever happens in there can spill out into our community and i surely would not want to be a state leader and have that on my hands you think the state leaders that you've talked to or you at least have heard what they've said about the the current state of prisons in wisconsin understand the the uh, the seriousness of this i do good I do. I think across both parties, we have uh, bipartisan support on closing the facility. I don't think anyone will disagree that that place should be closed. The disagreement comes in what do we do after. And we need our state legislators and our governor and the administration, the DOC, to come together, put away partisan politics, identify the problem, identify the right solution, and get it done. Uh, Last thing for you, as somebody who used to sit in a leadership position, albeit as a mayor, which is the equivalent of a village president, development is important, especially in the the modern reality of budgets and trying to meet those budgets and expand your your, uh, economic base. 
the value that you've put on that site, given where it is, given its you know closeness to Green Bay, the, the the larger area, all the communities around Green Bay, what do you what do you think the value of that property is for economic development? The opportunity is huge. We had a mock-up of what a development could look like, good mixed-use development that would bring people together and businesses and people living there and enjoying community. We had a master plan drawn up, and then we had St. Norbert Center for Business and Economic Analysis conduct uh, an estimate of what that would do for our community. And that was back several years ago, about five years ago. But at that time, they were talking that it would bring about, inject about $150 million a year into our local economy, and it would produce about $200 million in taxable property. And right now, that property is not taxable. It's costing the village of Alloway money. So the economic development opportunity is huge. Well, I saw the piece on up front, and I I knew I wanted to talk to you this morning, so I thank you for reaching back to me. And uh, what I appreciate is local leaders who are forward-thinking. And on this one, you've recognized the problem and uh, and sort of made a public pronouncement that there's there's warning signs here. So I appreciate the, the strength and power of a local leader, and you're a good example of that. So thanks for coming on. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Village President from Alloway, Wisconsin, just outside Green Bay, Jim Rafter. After the break, we're going to hear from another local leader who knows his way about prisons as well. Continue that conversation. If you have a thought or comments, the old National Bank talking text line wide open, 855-616-1620.